We're in a situation where we have put together, and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. I don't care if you think I'm Satan reincarnated. The latest on an alleged plan to assassinate Donald Trump. This man grabbed by police at a packed rally in Las Vegas, and ABC's Pierre Thomas has new details in Washington. Weighing up the mood of conservative America in a gun show in West Virginia. Among the rifle racks and ammunition, there's anger and dark talk of looming conflict. We are witnessing a radicalization of libertarians all across the country. We have just received word that libertarian death squad are taking over. We have come to take our country back. It also worries that civil war could be on the way back. Her son, 19-year-old Horace Lorenzo Anderson, was shot and killed inside the then cop-free zone that persisted for weeks on Capitol Hill. Afghanistan now inevitable? No, it is not. It's taken just four weeks for that statement to be proved so um, spectacularly and alarmingly wrong. Reality, thousands of miles away, is now on him. China is urging its citizens not to travel abroad as it struggles to contain the virus. We will be standing up Christmas Island as a quarantine. Go Brandon, I agree. Hey, by the way, China are you are now banned from entering the country. Christmas Island drywall declared that the coronavirus Name three things that don't hang themselves. That's what the American people think. Hey, welcome back to Inside Four Walls. I am your host, James Madison, and we have an interesting story to get into today. Now, this is a bit of an old story. It's about five days old at this point, but I have an interesting thought on it, and I'd like to hear what you guys think about this story. Video shows Tennessee teen pepper spraying teacher after her phone is confiscated. Now, this article does not actually have the video, so I pulled it up over here. Uh, you may want to adjust your volume. Uh, I'm still working without headphones right now. So I can't exactly check the audio wave and uh, got an update about the software I use to check my audio volumes. They're doing some software updating right now, so that's why it's been a bit wonky. So that being said, I've got the clip right here. Make sure brightness is all the way up. All right. No. No. This absolute soy teacher. Over the phone is crazy. I think it's justified. <laughs> this absolute beta bitch teacher. 
I was gonna wait to interrupt, but oh my god. She pepper sprayed me. What the fuck? Did you put it in your pocket? You beeline out the door. If you're gonna if you're a government employee and you're gonna steal a, a US citizen's property without justification, uh, without you have no warrant, you have no reason to seize it. And and teachers are government employees. I'm really giving away my, my position here, aren't I? But he got maced, he dropped to his knees, and granted, 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 he got back up, he's apparently been maced a few times, but he's like, she's maced me, he's taking no defensive action of any kind, I'm sure he'd get away with it, of some bride, well then again, this is, uh, this is, uh, uh, a, a sunny and brave black woman of color, so maybe he wouldn't have gotten away with it, but still, just, I, I don't know, I could not be maced and just roll with it, I, I'd be swinging. No, you can't. Just give it to her, Dave Rubin. Everyone's too scared to go near her. There should be security just to tackle her. Like, this is the kind of uh, absolute ludicrous you cannot tolerate. Like, you should be able, for all intents and purposes, tackle her and subdue her and have the cops deal with her later. But let's get into this article by Isabel Kane. A Tennessee high school teacher was pepper sprayed twice by an unruly student who became in incensed after he confiscated her phone during class. A new video shows dramatic cell phone footage taken during class Friday at Ananak High School captured a rambunctious student confronting her teacher after her phone was taken away as a disciplinary action. But here's the thing. Fuck you. You can't do that. I don't care what laws you can point to that maybe... I've looked into this. Some places it's okay. Some places they don't allow it. So it all depends on where you're at. But teachers, all school employees of public schools are government employees. Government employees should not under any grounds of the justification or the ability to seize your shit. I see it as a violation of the Fourth Amendment, right? I don't like public schools to begin with. This woman's not benefiting from these fucking public schools. This little fucking bitch, really, this brat. This fatherless child. Come on. Do I ever, do you really think she's, you think she got a daddy in her life? Now that is single mother behavior right there. Anyway. I don't care. If her mom pays the phone or if she pays the phone. What you gotta do if you're a teacher? Call home. If nothing is done at home, well, do a suspension, suspension, then expel. That's all you can do. I don't think a government employee on any level, be it federal, investigation, cop, teacher, anyone. If you're a government employee, you have no, you have any, no one, period, has business confiscating any private property. It is a Fourth Amendment violation of unlawful search and seizures. Change my fucking mind. I had teachers try to steal my phone when I was in uh, when I was in high school. It happened all the fucking time. I just refused to give it to them. They sent me home, and here's the thing: like towards senior year, a little insight about me. I moved out of my parents' house when I was 17, like early 17. And you know, I'm in 11th grade when I move out. So you know, half but towards the end of 11th grade, I just drop out. Right. Well, no, towards the beginning of a of, uh, senior year, I just drop out. You know, I already had a job. I had two jobs. And I was thinking, you know, with the, I got two jobs. With the time I'm wasting at school, I can just pick up more shifts at work. And I did. And, you know, here I am paying for my own phone and whatnot. I had teachers tell me all the time, oh, well, you need to give me your phone. You don't, you don't take your phone. I refused. They would kick me out of class, so on and so forth. But I, I, I had never had a teacher snatch a phone out of my fucking hands. There would be fucking issues there. There would be a lot of goddamn words exchanged. 
uh, completely off topic. I actually had a truancy officer and two cops show up at my front door. Uh, I'm not 18 yet. But I, I, I live on my own. Uh, it's me. I got a, I'm renting a house. I got me. It's me and three other roommates. Uh, my name's the one on the lease, right? I got my own job. I make. I got two incomes coming. Plus, I do like plasma donations, and I had a couple of little side hustles at the time doing uh, things that would become legal very shortly after I uh, stopped selling. Anyway, I had an income, so I quit going to high school entirely. Other than like maybe once in a while for like lunch, I would just go up, bike up there, drive up there, whatever the fuck, and just go hang out with my friends for the half hour, four to five minutes, and then go back home. Eventually, a truancy officer and two cops showed up at my front fucking door. Because, you know, I, I, I moved everything over. My mom was like, I don't care. I don't live. You don't live here anymore. I don't care. She literally, my mom signed up everything just to move it over. My phone number, everything. They're like, we'll call your parents. I'm like, go ahead. I had to answer. Drive the teachers fucking insane. So, I have this truancy officer, two cops. Mr. And Mrs. Singleton, we need to talk to you. Blah, 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 blah. You know, blah, 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 blah. throwing a big old hissy fit. And I'm just kind of chuckling to myself, open the door. I'm like, hi, can I help you guys? And they're demanding to talk to my parents because, again, truancy. And for those of you who don't know, I, I have audiences outside of America. I don't know if truancy is a thing there. I assume it is. But it's just so in many states, which I find absolutely fucking important, it is actually illegal for your kid not to go to public school. I don't know how they enforce it all the time. But anyway, if your kid goes to public school and they just quit going, they will send police to your front fucking door. And if you don't follow up the school and tell the school you're pulling your kid out, you can be arrested for fucking truancy. It is horseshit. Here, right here. Truancy. The action of staying away from school without good reason. <laughs> Abstinism. They had a history of truancy and expulsion from school. Down here it says, how does truancy work in Michigan? A child or adult that does not regularly attend school as required by law can be found guilty of a crime of truancy, which can be punishable by fines, probation, and even incarceration. It's absolutely fucking retarded. Anyway, these anyway, these two fags and a truancy asshole show up at my fucking door. And, oh, what the hell happened? Oh, okay. They show up at my front front fucking door, demanding to talk to my folks. Uh, I proceed to give them my mom's address. And I say, if you want to go talk to her, you can go to her house. And you can get your happy little ass off my fucking porch. Now, the cops were like, are, why, why, why are you here by yourself? I'm like, because I live here. I am completely, whoa. I am completely independent. I have been emancipated by law because I pay my own bills. I prove that I have enough income to support myself. I'm good. And the cops are like, well, we need to see some proof. So, you know, comply to some extent. I give them my, uh, you know, my renter's receipt. Copy, I let them see a copy of my lease and whatnot so they can, you know, see like, oh, okay, so he actually does have these. Okay, whatever. So the cops are actually completely satisfied. They were like, oh, well, you know, whatever. Clearly, we, we, we can't fucking do nothing here other than waste his time. So I was like, cool. So if you guys can get the fuck off my porch, I'd appreciate it. Like, we don't need to give us attitude. I'm like, yeah, well, you can get the fuck off my fucking porch. All the fucking same. Oink, oink. Goodbye. And the truancy officer, this fucking doofy looking fuck with a fro, looking like, like fucking heroin addicted black dynamite, refused to fucking leave. To the point where he yelled, Madison's mom! James Madison's dad, can you come to the front door, please? I'm like, dude, you, you're going to need to fucking get off my porch. He tried to, like, use, like, he didn't, 
I don't know. He didn't, like, physically push me with his hands, but he, like, tried to, like, use, like, his, like, abdomen area to, like, push up against me to, like, try and get my door away. So I shoved his ass on my fucking porch. Nearly fell down my fucking steps. And then he tries to get mad at me. So I slam my front fucking door shut, lock it, and I call the cops. Cops show up not even ten minutes later. It's the same cops he showed up with. And they escort him off my fucking porch. He throws a big-ass bitch fits. Then I get a follow-up call from my mom like two hours later saying that the school was calling her, asking her if I actually lived on my own. And she had to confirm to them that, yes, I did. Then I do my thing like a week later. Where I decide, oh, I'm going to go see my ex. At, well, my girlfriend at the time, not my ex. And a bunch of my friends up at lunch. I get there. There is a school security guard, the principal, and the truancy officer walking to the lunchroom and tell me that I am banned. I have to find it. I have a form somewhere. I have a little legal slip that tells me I am banned from the premises of this school. This school is now a fucking church. And just despite them, I am not a Baptist. I'm Lutheran. But just despite that, I have gone into that fucking service a couple times just for the fucking fun of it. So that's a little fun uh, background story into me. Feel free to call bullshit. Feel free to believe it. I really am not that fucking concerned. I can't ever find that fucking paperwork. To, it's basically a, a, a restraining order on a building. It was a trespassing order. Of, I can't ever find that piece of paper. I will upload it. I swear to God. I think it's in storage somewhere. I clearly don't respect public school. I don't respect the failing fledgling fucking result it yields no matter how much money we throw in the public school system it consistently fucking fails so of course this girl doesn't respect it she has no discipline at home she has no authority or structure at school you have these weak soy passive fucking teachers that won't do a goddamn thing other than sit there and take the abuse and scream and shout he got maced like three to four times and he just said help she's macing me and screamed what is wrong with you What's wrong with her is Shaniqua wanted her fucking phone back, dude. And your little fucking Jebeki-looking ass refused to comply. So she went full fucking, you know, 75 IQ on your ass. And you yielded the fucking consequences. But here's the thing. You are a government employee. I don't give a fuck what the laws on the books say. If you can find them, some state, like, again, like truancy. Some states have laws about it. Some states say you can. Some states say you can't. Whatever. You are a school. I feel like it is exclusively within your ability to tell the parents what's going on, do the three-strike thing, and then end with an expulsion. Expulsion if the behavior does not fucking change. That's all you can fucking do. You're not a private school. You don't have any uh, contract signed with the fucking parents of any variety. Go fuck yourself. I don't need that. I, I can hazard to guess her grades are shit. And it's not because she's... Well, maybe. But it has a lot to do with the incompetence in these fucking teachers. My, I have nephews and nieces, I've talked about this before, who go to public school. I was having a hard enough time with my fucking liberal-ass teachers when I was in public school. It's so much worse now. So much fucking worse. So you have these teachers who are just like, okay, I'm going to give special rights and treat people dandily handily because they're black or because they're gay or because they're blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, other kids who either don't agree with the teacher or maybe have a little bit more open conservative leanings, those kids get actively treated like shit. While the weird kids who have been groomed or the kids who have no fucking decorum or the kids that are whatever minority they like at the day all have special treatment. It's absolutely horseshit. And I am not on the teacher's side at all with this. And I tend to find myself signing with the fucking student more than anything else. Because, again, it's her phone. You are a government employee. You do not have the ability by the Constitution to take, seize, or strip an American citizen with, with anything. It's their property. You're not a cop. You're just a piss-on, as far as I'm concerned. 
Teachers deserve to be paid a lot less than they're fucking getting. Because if you had any other business model in this country, other than the Federal Reserve apparently, that yielded consistently worse and worse and worse results no matter how much money you threw at it, you would start looking for ways to cut back on costs and shut it down. Why the fuck do we treat public schools any differently? Absolutely not. They are a failed institution. But let's get on with it. The disobedient student had been, quote, texting and Googling answers for her homework, according to a Reddit user, LazyMouse3803, who shared the now viral clip. So she was texting and Googling answers for her schoolwork. Okay, and? So she was actually using her phone for her schoolwork? Okay. Now what do you mean she was Googling answers? She's Googling, like, with a question like, who were the Mayans? And she's like, okay, Googling who were the Mayans and reading about them. So she has to, to write down what it says. You have to read what your fucking phone tells you to write it down. So I, I, uh, so, so she wasn't taking like selfies. Nothing, none of that shit. She was, uh, actually doing her, her schoolwork. Wow. I'm even more on her fucking side. I'm actually gonna give this girl some respect for that. She beat your ass and she was doing her homework. Go fuck yourself. Soiling green. In the minute long, actually fake news. 56 second long video. In the minute long video, a female student can be seen getting up from her desk and walking out of the classroom as a student filming repeatedly exclaims, Nah, Mace is crazy. World star. Kangs and shit. Students in the classroom laughed and joked before following the rebellious student into the hallway where she can be seen trying to get her phone back and away from the teacher. By the time the student filming enters, where are my glasses? Uh, filming enters the hallway. The teacher can be heard yelling, some yelling, someone in a different. You, under, you mean to say, heard telling, oh, telling someone in a different classroom. She just pepper sprayed me. No, she maced you, bit different. Female student follows him out of the classroom, telling him, "Quote, give me my phone." Smack, doing the thing where she smacks the 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 side of her hair. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about? Give me my phone. She then holds the pepper spray close to the face, spraying him a second time, causing him to fall to his knees and yell. Another adult emerges from a neighboring classroom to intervene as the female student continues to demand her teacher, who, pardon me, give me, give her back her phone. Yeah. And no one's going to get near. She's armed. They're scared. Now watch, there's going to be some federal ban on fucking pepper spray. Quote, she pepper sprayed me. The teacher cried. Sorry, says after standing up. I meant to say cry, by the way. To which the student replies, okay, now give me my phone. Presumably before she threatens to spray his ass again. The student holds steady in her demand, even as another teacher steps in to tell her, no, not now. Okay, so later? <laughs> what do you mean, not now? Should you say, no, stop. You say, no, not now. Can she do it after lunch? Should she only do it on her break? Should she do it on the five minutes she has to get from one class to the other? By the way, some people have like five minutes to get to one class to the other. I had like four. Or I had three to four, depending on where you were. But I was doing STEM and university programs. I fucking hated myself. The video ends with the pepper sprayed teacher coffee, according to the video's poster, who was the second time, who, which was the second time this teacher has been assaulted by a student. And I, did he lay down and take like a good little passive submissive breedable bitch every time? Or is it just occasionally? Two months earlier, the same teacher was punched in the face for taking a different student's phone. You're a government employee. 
Fourth Amendment rights, bitch. Fuck you. I don't care what on the book protocols say about teachers having the right to steal your shit. They don't. They are government employees, which means they are they are superved to the fucking Fourth Amendment. They cannot perform unlawful search and seizures. They don't have a warrant. They're not uh, law enforcement of any kind. If they want to take your shit, they better have a cow with a warrant come in and steal your shit with a good fucking reason. But she was using her phone for fucking homework and you took her phone from her? The fuck? What? You, you think she's not going to go home and fucking Google the goddamn answers, you stupid fucking tart? At least she was doing it in front of you, which means she probably didn't think it was wrong. Or at least that bad. Stupid fuck. Anyway. Uh, where when they were caught cheating in class, the post claimed. Internet users were quick to come to the teacher's defense, not me, and condemn the student's behavior with many calling for her expulsion and arrest. One Twitter user wrote, quote, Can't wait to see the comment that will say she was justified because the teacher stole her phone. No, she wasn't justified, and she should be expelled. Yeah, absolutely, agreed. But like I said, she should have been expelled before it got to this point. I am absolutely on the student's fucking side. The schools of absolutely failing. All public schools are fucking failing. There is not a single public school in this state, or in this country at least, that can justify its own fucking existence. Even the ones that break even and have above average fucking IQs on students. Those kids are just taught to memorize what they're told and write it down on the fucking paper. And they're being taught Common Core. They're being taught all this fucking bullshit diversity nonsense. And they're being asked to write down what they learned. All right, it's absolute fucking horseshit. Joe Bi- or uh, Barack Obama and George Bush were the worst fucking things that happened to the education system in this goddamn country. And you want to know why? Because they implemented two parts of the Rockefeller Education Initiative. George, uh, Rockefeller himself said, "I want a nation of workers, not thinkers." And George Bush implemented No Child Left Behind, which was the first step to that, which moved brain-dead retards from one grade to the next without forcing them to raise or work any harder than anything else, while giving schools financial incentives to ensure this process happens where more and more students got moved forward. I was dyslexic as hell in school. Still kind of struggle with it, if you can't tell. And I have to, you know, I, I, I work on myself with it. All my teachers did in school was give me a blue ruler, which, if you have dyslexia... And you know what I'm talking about, the blue ruler thing? <laughs> right? Just blood boiling. If you don't know what it is, God bless you. Don't bother looking into it. Unless you want to fucking feel bad for dyslexic kids. The blue ruler is a nightmare. Now, uh, fuck, where was I going with that? I completely lost my train of goddamn thought. Anyway, another noted, quote, not justified on top of the fact she shouldn't be suspend. She should be suspended, not only for her behavior, but also for having a weapon in school. No, absolutely not. Fuck you. Fuck everything you stand for. And everything you fucking believe in your entire goddamn bloodline. No. Students should be carrying mace in school. Quite frankly, uh, I'm not telling anybody to do anything, of course, but students should be protecting themselves. You want to know why? Because they're sitting fucking ducks. Teachers aren't carrying guns, there aren't armed security guards, and these schools are getting shot up. And by the way, you'll notice schools that do have armed security aren't the ones getting shot the fuck up. Students need to be able to protect themselves. If the teachers and the staff won't do it, then who the fuck will? Let's supposed to hurdle up in the corner of the classroom and be shot? No, go fuck yourself. She should be carrying mace. Quite frankly... Uh, I think a little extra, I'm not saying a gun or anything, but you know those little metal rod jab sticks you can use to break people's ribs? 
They give them on like anti-rape seminars. Yeah, they should be carrying those too. If you're not going to have school staff or armed security there on site, these these kids at bare minimum should have fucking mace. Absolutely bullshit. Go fuck yourself. Anak High School did not immediately respond to requests for comment from the post. Now let's see what I'm sure these less than base comments are going to say. Let's see. Uh, uh, Malacca. School sounds worse now uh, now than when I was teaching a few years ago. From day one, I had a policy and stuck to it. I also explained why phones needed to be unseen. My students weren't perfect, but I did ju- I did have to give them a look, and they did put it away. Even my football and basketball players did. did. It comes down to respect for each other. At least that had been my experience over... 32 years of teaching. Well, if you don't command respect or authority, then you don't get it and you don't really deserve it. Jack Tours. Equality is the problem. It used to be, quote, treat all students equally. However, this is what I was talking about earlier, too many students of certain demographics were getting suspended versus students of other demographics. Equality demands equal outcomes. If purple, student, if purple students are 20% of the student population... They will get 20% of the suspension regardless if they are a disproportionate amount of behavioral problems. The answer has been to simply stop holding all students accountable. Uh, retarded take. I mean, for like half base, half retarded. Maybe a, a typo or a word that was meant to be typed in there to their credit. Uh, Bruno Helvetta says... Well, you probably were in a suburban area and didn't have any students like this one. Mm. And if they did, they most certainly weren't the majority in the school because if they were, they would have owned you. And the administration would have looked the other way. Absolutely. But that being said, man, again, this is a government employee. I'm not sympathetic towards teacher. I also just don't like teachers in general. I ultimately don't have that big of a problem. With it. This girl was using her phone for her work, apparently. Well, she was Google answer for homework. She's gonna Google answer for homework anyway. Do it at school or at home. The fact that you're sitting at school it tells me that one of two things: either this teacher just can't command respect, which clearly, and also it wasn't such a big enough thing that she thought was so bad that she wouldn't do it in front of her, in front of a teacher. And a lot of these teachers don't provide any sort of aid, guidance, or commanding kind of respect. So this girl, at least she was doing her fucking homework, right? the best thing I can say about this. And then the teacher's a government employee. Don't sit around snatching people's shit. I'm sure I'm going to get a lot of smoke in the comments for this episode, and I completely understand, but I want to hear the arguments in the in the, in the comments below. And all, and all sources and everything used in this episode will be in the description below. We have some serious episodes coming out today, too, but I want to start us off with something a little light, a little, you know, something that's easily digestible before we get into the real dark stuff, like the Durham Probe, and much much more that being said i've been your host james madison of inside four walls there will be a couple meme compilations coming out now if you're watching me on BitChute, all the meme compilations should be up on that today and if you're watching me on any other platform such as well the memes only go up on BitChute and rumble but if you're watching me on rumble the meme compilations will be up friday saturday sunday and monday so until the next upload i shall catch you guys later deuces Regardless, the report is now here, it has dropped, and it might not have produced everything of what some Republicans hoped for. It, it is regardless, 
devastating to the FBI, and to a degree it does exonerate Donald Trump. It does exonerate Donald Trump. Let's put it this way. There is absolutely no collusion. That has been proven. When you look at the committees, whether it's the Senate or the House, everybody walked by worst enemies. They walk out, they say, there is no collusion, but we'll continue to look. They're spending millions and millions of dollars. There is absolutely no collusion. I didn't make a phone call to Russia. I have nothing to do with Russia. Everybody knows it. So now even the Democrats admit there's no collusion. Sucks to suck. So when does CNN pay $700 million to Donald Trump for lying about his presidency for four straight years? Welcome back to Inside Four Walls. And we're going to talk about probably the more hard-hitting story from today, which is John Durham's final probe came out. Now, it's no coincidence that it came out when it did, right, you know, before the lead-up to an election. Also, at the same time, there's a lot of people acting like, well, there's not really anything big from this. Or people being like, this is the biggest thing ever. Both sides are pretty wrong. This document is quite, see, well, these 300-plus documents are all quite very significant now to people who've been following these stories for the long time who know about the false dossier who know about the steel uh steel dossier who know about the russia server who know about robert sussman hillary Clinton's lawyer who know about russia being involved in the 2016 election manipulating votes in favor of hillary well at least some russian hackers that we the only ones we were able to trace then none of this will really be new to you but what this is is undeniable confirmation that the entirety of the Russian hoax, which took up three and a half years of Donald Trump's presidency, was a absolute hoax. Now, hopefully, now, <laughs> hopefully, he uses this and files all kinds of public lawsuits because he can get a bunch of these people. He can get them, maybe he can get them on a federal level but he can get them on a civil level in the courts I, I imagine quite easily and he should this right here blows a major hole into so many narratives but keep in mind for three and a half years a almost 200 what, what was it let's see all right finance estimated the first trump impeachment uh at the 11.5 so the first term impeachment cost $11.5 million. They calculated that for every dollar of the 2019 taxes, the cost, uh, the cost is 0.026 in the context of the $4.4 trillion spent in 2019 by the federal government. Now, let me try one more thing. So yeah, just wanted to double check, make sure, because... I know the $40 million thing has been floated around, so I want to double-check myself before I went gun because I remembered, remember there's some, some debate about this, so we're going to go with the $11.5 million, because USA Today is a left source, Fox Business is a semi-right center source, it's the business outlet of Fox, and they both say the first Trump impeachment costs around $11.5 million, and they calculated that for every dollar uh, in the whatever i'll leave a link to this in the description below if you want to read more about it but i mainly just wanted to get a cost for it so this robbed people who voted for this president their ability to actually see what their president could do and second it robbed the people of nearly 12 million dollars in taxpayer funds on a bogus research not to mention the other unfactored cost of different fbi agents the investigation into it 
I'm sure, actually, you know what? I wonder if that $40 million thing comes in when they factor in things like how much it costs for the FBI agents to look into it, all the interviews, so on and so forth. There's a lot of expenditures that don't make it into the final budget count. So, let's get into this article, shall we? Durham's final report is released. Prosecutors say FBI did not have any factual evidence to investigate Trump-Russia collusion and slams bias bureau for failing to properly probe Steele dossier. Special Councilman John Durham released a scathing report Monday, finding the FBI failed to uphold their mission of strict fidelity to the law. The probe has cost taxpayers over $6 million over four years. Crossfire Hurricane, wow. Crossfire Hurricane was the Intel code name for an investigation by the FBI that began in 2016 to look into possible links between the then-Trump campaign and Russia. Read the Durham report in full and the timeline and investigation uh, timeline of the investigation that led him to conclude the FBI should never have investigated Trump-Russia collusion by Kelly Lacko, <laughs> executive editor of Politics for Daily Mail. Special Councilman John Durham found that the FBI did not have enough factual evidence to investigate allegations of Trump-Russia collusion. In a scathing report obtained by the DailyMail.com on Monday, Durham's report, which is over 300 pages long, is is a comprehensive summary of the findings related to whether the then-Trump campaign in 2016 colluded with Russia to meddle with with the election's outcome. It found... ah, Pardon me. It found that the Department of Justice and the FBI failed to uphold their mission of strict fidelity to the law when launching the Trump-Russia probe. The special councilman transmitted the report on his four-year-long investigation, costing over six million dollars in taxpayers, uh, costing six million dollars in in taxpayer dollars. I feel like the dollar sign and saying dollars is all like uh, kind of redundant. But yeah, but here's the thing. I would rather the money be spent on an investigation that actually yields fucking results. Now we know. That would be people, will people be held accountable? I'm not so black to say no. A lot of people said we won't get anything with the new House of Representatives, man. It's all hope, all hope is lost. And we've gotten investigations. We've gotten whistleblowers. We've gotten arrests. There have been good things coming out of this new House of Representatives, alright? So I'm not gonna down the black pill yet. I refuse to give up hope no matter how bad things get and i genuinely think maybe even if it's just some low-ranking peon that gets thrown back on the bus someone like uh robert sussman hillary clinton's attorney who turned in the steel dossier to the fbi saying oh i don't work for hillary clinton i'm just doing this as a concerned citizen only for it to be real that revealed because of john durham that yes in fact robert sussman does work for hillary fucking clinton i'm sure this article will talk about that there ain't no way in hell it doesn't Moving on. Cost over $6 million in taxpayer dollars. Could have said funds. It would have been less clunky. Moving on. To Attorney General Merrick Garland on Friday. The Attorney General provided a copy Monday to top members of Congress, including Senate Judiciary Chairman Dick Durbin, Ranking Member Lindsey Graham, House Judiciary Chairman Jim Jordan, based, based, not Paul Gozer level based, but damn near. Anyway, who is investigating the FBI's political weaponization and ranking member Jerry Nadler? Uh, Jerry Nadler. Durham writes in his report, based 
On the evidence gathered in the multiple, exhaustive, and costly federal investigations of these matters, including the instant investigation, neither U.S. law enforcement nor the intelligence community appear to have possessed any evidence of collusion, any actual evidence of collusion, in their holdings at the, that the commitments of the Crossfire Hurricane investigation. Crossfire Hurricane was the internal codename for the investigation by the FBI that began in 2016 and took in the possible took in possible links between the then Trump can, uh, Trump campaign and Russia. Remember, uh, the NSA, uh, Barack Obama, and the FBI were already tapping uh, Mar-a-Lago. They were top. Uh, uh, tapping all different types of Trump properties, including Trump's phones, spying his campaign early on. This was already set to happen. This is why this when I talk about like I, I am so I, I like in the very beginning when it came to Russia and Ukraine, I was very hesitant to sit here and be like Russia's the bad guy because I always hear this. Russia is is the the wolf, right? Where they always say. It's wolf. It's the little boy who cries wolf, and I, I've heard Russia cried so many times that now when it's called, I have to ask questions before I get mad. Be like, okay, is it actually Russia, or is it a politician using Russia to make me me pro war? Like, like, what's going on here? So that's where I find myself these days, and uh, that skepticism in the long run with what we know about what's going on in Russia right now and in Ukraine, with NATO, the World Economic Forum, Azov Battalion, and their Nazi links. Yeah, I, I feel like my skepticism with the narratives early on may have paid off. But moving on. Ooh. Again, 26 now, a possible link between Trump campaign and then Russia. However, it has since been exposed that the entire basis for the investigation was founded on false information. As a result of Special Councilman John Durham was appointed in 2019 by then-Attorney General Bill Barr to look into misconduct related to Crossfire Hurricane Probe. Quote, The speed and manner in which the FBI opened the investigation and investigated Crossfire Hurricane during the presidential election season was based on raw, unanalyzed, and uncooperated intelligence also reflected a notable departure from how it approached prior matters involving possible attempted foreign election interference plans. <laughs> plans aimed at the Clinton campaign. The report continues. Now, we reported on this like three years ago. Actually, maybe in 2019 we were talking about Hillary Clinton getting benefits from Russian interference in the 2016 election. Anyway, quote, The FBI records prepared by Stozok, by Strokes, sorry, in February of March 2017 show at the time of opening Crossfire Hurricane, the FBI had no information in its holding to indicate at any time during the campaign anyone in the Trump campaign had been in contact with any Russian intelligence officials. The document goes on to detail many missteps by the FBI in its initial opening of the probe, which was predicted, uh, predicated on an unvetted dossier created by a British spy, Christopher Steele. Our investigation determined that Crossfire Hurricane investigators did not and could not corroborate any of the substantive allegations contained in Steele's reporting. 
The report mentioned Igor Donchenko, the steel's primary subsource, saying that Donchenko was also unable to provide <coughs> unable to provide any corroborating evidence to support Steele's allegations. Durham blasts the FBI for failing to interview Charles Dolan, a Democratic public re relations operative who was connected to Dmitry Peskov. These are all old names I have not heard in a long time. Russian President Vladimir Putin's press secretary and who was at the uh, was a definite source for at least one of the allegations contained in Steele's report. The report includes blistering language saying the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, FISA, or FISA, applications opened by the FBI as part of Crossfire Hurricane was not created out of a mission of strictly, <coughs> strictly fidelity to the law. So it was not. FBI personnel worked on the FISA applications displayed. At best, a cavalier attitude towards accuracy and completeness and a disregard for important requirements on multiple occasions, says Durham. He says it is evidence that the FBI officials did not genuinely believe there was probable cause to believe that the target was knowingly engaging in clandestine intelligence activities on behalf of a foreign power. The FBI at the time of Crossfire Hurricane's opening was led by former director James Comey. Now, James Comey is an interesting little fuck. I have particular disdain for this man. He was the man who was in charge of the, of the Jeffrey Epstein investigations, and he made sure that all the Epstein footage went missing. And then his daughter headed the entire investigation into Ghislaine Maxwell and made sure that Ghislaine Maxwell went to prison for trafficking children to nobody. The only one to ever be guilty of sending children and smuggling children to no one. The kids went somewhere, but nowhere at the same time. Comies are as swampy as they fucking come. And actually, if I'm not mistaken, fact check me on this, I'm pretty sure... You know, I'm not going to say that until, until I, I independently ch fact check that. That may just be an urban legend about... about uh, anyway, moving on. The FBI at the time of Crossfire Hurricane uh, opening was led by former director James Comey and former FBI deputy... Oh, deputy director... Oh, wait. Give me one second. All right. The FBI at the time of Crossfire Hurricane's opening was led by former director James Comey and former FBI deputy director Andrew McCabe. Although the report does not recommend any wholesale changes in guidelines or policies of the Department of Justice, it says there is a continuing need. There is continuing need for the agency to recognize the lack of analytical rigor and a, and apparent confirmation bias. The FBI responded to the report in a statement Monday, saying that there are quote corrective actions in place now that would have prevented missteps in 2016. So the, what, are they in there now? How do we know they're in there? What are these guidelines? Do you elaborate? The conduct in 2016 and 2017 that Special Councilman Durham examined was the reason that the FBI leadership already implemented dozens of corrective actions, which have now been in place for some time. The feds, I mean the FBI, told Daily Mail. 
Had those reforms been in place in 2016, the missteps identified in the report could have been... No, they wouldn't have. They would have happened anyway, because when the state wants you, the state will fucking get you. If the state was so concerned about correcting these mistakes before, it would have already... It would have came out by itself and said this. No, you needed an outside source. A man that was kind of untouchable, hidden off the radar, who was probing all your shit, and had un unfiltrated power to just summon you before him and force you to testify under oath to everything you fucking knew for his investigation to make this shit come out get real there is no interest with the this is just fucking fronting so they don't get in more trouble than they should be and they're not going to get in any trouble ever i i i say that At the same time there is a chance as i said earlier that perhaps this new house representatives can prove me wrong and actually get these people invested, investigated and arrested. Or, bare minimum, like I said earlier, Trump can launch formal civil lawsuits against every individual person listed in these lawsuits. And now that people like Nancy Pelosi and Hillary Clinton are private citizens, he can go directly after them with this too. Same thing with Robert Sussman and everyone else involved. He can go after them independently and individually, one at a time, or multiple people at once with this. Because now this is unarguable, inarguable fact. Continuing. Quote, the missteps identified in the report could have been prevented. This report reinforces the importance of ensuring the FBI continues to do its work with the rigor, objectivity, and professionalism the American people deserve and rightly expect. I don't know if we expect that from you. House Judiciary Chairman Jim Jordan confirmed to DailyMail.com that he will be requesting Durham appear before his committee next week. Nice. He has already reached out to the DOJ regarding his demand, sending a letter requesting Durham to be on Capitol Hill next Thursday, May 25th, 9 a.m. Former President Trump celebrated the findings, of course, as he fucking should. Celebrated the findings in a report in a post to his Truth Social account Monday afternoon. Quote, Wow, after extensive research, special counselman, the special counsel John Durham concluded that the FBI never should have launched the Trump-Russia probe. In other words, the American public was scammed. Okay, folks, just as... It is being scammed right now by those who don't want to see greatness for the American greatness for America. The former president continued, Trump has repeatedly railed against the Russia probe, blasting it as a witch hunt over the years, and it absolutely fucking was. But what? Just like how they found out that oh yeah, Trump didn't rape this goofy bitch, but since Trump called her a liar, he's guilty. Is that what we're going to do here? Well, you know, he said it was a witch hunt before it was proven to be a witch hunt, so he was making shit up. I'm just giving you the uh, MSNBC argument so you don't have to go look for it. You know what I mean? In 2019, Special Councilman John Dura, uh, Special Counsel Robert Mueller, sorry, released a report finding that there was no collusion between Russia and the Trump campaign in 2016. Three individuals have been indicted by Durham throughout the four-year probe, including Clinton attorney Michael Sussman. I thought it was Robert Sussman, my bad. Michael Sussman. Igor Donchenko and former FBI lawyer Kevin Kleinsmith. Durham 
has only successfully obtained one conviction of his four-year investigation, Kleinsmith. Kleinsmith pled guilty to illegally altering... Well, Robert Sussman served, I think, like six months in lockup. And it was, like, right before uh, his uh, legal his, his legal uh, colleague's wife or whatever. Uh, there was some connection. Uh, I'm blinking on it's been so long between the Lady Alec Baldwin shot and Robert Sussman's law firm Perkins Coie and Latham and... Uh, what's it? Latham and Watkins? Moving on. Kleinsmith pled guilty to illegally altering the an email that was then used as a basis to obtain a surveillance warrant on Carter Page, who was serving as a Trump campaign staffer in 2016. This is a breaking news report and will be updated. Let's see what's going on in the comments. No comments? Really? No comments. Oh, are they just loading? Let's look at the first three here before we move on to the next article. Garth 70, South of England, United Kingdom. Oh, so it doesn't actually dispute that there was Russian interference in 2016 election that helped Trump. It absolutely does. What are you talking about? It says all the evidence was made up and that there was no significant evidence or scant evidence to launch an investigation. The British are at it again, isn't it? It's not kind of stupid. Or how does it go? Your comment's kind of stupid, isn't it? Let's see. So it doesn't actually dispute that there was Russian interference in the 2016 election that helped Trump, and that Trump and his people knew about it and actually welcomed it. All Durham is saying is that he didn't let you did not read any of these 300 plus documents in his shows. And I haven't read very many of them either. There's a lot of documents. I'm going to con- try to convert them to an audiobook format so everybody can listen to them, including myself. Uh, all Durham is saying uh, is that he didn't like the way uh, they weigh- the way they went about investigating. So not a hoax and Trump is guilty as charged. Where's the charge? That's sort of the uh, the real question here, you goofy fuck. There is no charge. His impeachment fell flat. He remained in office. Independent investigations have found up nothing. And then multiple investigations before John Durham found nothing. So I hate to tell it to you, buddy, but you need to go cope harder and maybe go touch some grass. Also, all hail King Charles. The patriarchy wins in the end. Uh, let's see. And Ping Gao says... So what Trump, uh, so what? Trump is the world's biggest liar? And straightaway boss says, apparently not. Straightaway boss redeeming London. But it's just south of England, right? United Kingdom? Oh, I see one more. Mr. Durham's 306-page report revealed little substantial new information about the inquiry known as Crossfire Hurricane and and this is by NYC452. Quote, Mr. Durham's 306-page report revealed little substantial new information about the inquiry, known as Crossfire Hurricane, and it failed to produce the kinds of blockbuster revelations accusing the Bureau of politically motivated misconduct that the former President Donald J. Trump and his allies suggested Mr. Durham would uncover. That's not true either. It literally uncovered FBI's bias and lack of protocol in verifying sources. So again, I think you're reading a headline and getting mad and like 
copying and pasting daily like, like daily beast quotes here because the article literally goes in depth into various fraud that went like various missteps from the FBI and how they were biased in their investigation this whole thing lists out corrupt actions by the government now yeah as it says in the beginning John Durham didn't didn't specifically list you know firings and changes that need to be made but come on read the fucking article uh, politically motivated conduct for Mr. Trump and his allies or any uh, redactions by Attorney General Merrick B. Garland largely recommend uh, recounted previously exposed flaws in the inquiry while concluding that the FBI suffered from confirmation bias and lack of analytical rigor as it pursued leads about Mr. Trump's Russian ties. And clickbait AK says... As most of this information has been uncovered by other conservative press, pretty much. This article, this episode ran a little bit long, so I'm actually going to end this here, and uh, I'll make the next two articles one upload, and we'll go from there. This is an unfolding story. There is still more information coming out, and there, there's some speculation I've seen on Twitter that not all these documents are fully released to the public yet. Like, there's speculation that Merrick Garland may be holding on to something still, but that is unconfirmed as of this moment. And I can't sit here and act like I've read all 306 pages. I've read maybe five. I will leave a link to this article, which I was going to go into, which is basically just the timeline and the full transcript of the documents or you can just watch the next episode i'm going to be uploading that being said this is inside four walls i am your host james madison there will be some more meme compilations coming up today and until next time i shall catch you guys later bye oh by the way i am totally a russian agent everyone judicial watch president tom fitton here the durham reports out it vindicates president trump he was the victim of a vicious seditious conspiracy by Obama, Hillary, uh, their cronies in the Justice Department and the FBI and the CIA, etc. And of course, Joe knew as well. They all knew that there was no good faith-based reason to investigate him. The Russia hoax was made up by Hillary to keep herself out of jail. Durham put a lot of good information out there, including information already uncovered by Judicial Watch's heavy lifting uh, into this worst government corruption scandal in American history. On the other hand, the Durham investigation is a big fail in terms of prosecutions. Only three prosecutions, two of which failed, one of which was a slap on the wrist. Never so much government corruption faced so little government accountability at the highest levels. Judicial Watch has a lot more work to do. Hey, welcome back to Inside Four Walls. We're going to continue covering the Durham probe. We have two articles to get into ideally today, with this upload at least. Breaking Durham probe drops, exonerating Donald Trump's FBI failed to uphold its mission. The Judiciary Chairman's tweet comes as Durham's final report on the Trump-Russia investigation drops by Hannah Nightingale. On Monday, Rep. Jim Jordan announced that he has reached out to the Department of Justice to have special counsel John Durham testify before Congress next week. We got the tweet right here. The House Judiciary Chairman's tweet comes as Durham's final report into the Trump-Russia investigation undertaken by the Department of Justice and the FBI into whether the Trump campaign had uh, coordinated with Russia to influence the 2016 election was released Monday. The over 300-page report found that the DOJ and the FBI, quote, failed to uphold their mission of strict fidelity to the law. In 
their launching of the investigation, according to Fox News. Uh, during Durham's years-long investigation, he indicted three people, former Clinton attorney Michael Sussman in September of 2021, Igor Donchenko in November of 2021, uh, and Devin and Kevin Smith in August of 2020. Sussman and Donchenko were found not guilty, while Smith pled guilty and served a community service time. The report said Smith quote, committed a criminal offense by fabricating a link fabricating language in an email that was a material to that was material to the FBI and FISA surveillance order. Quote, in other instances, FBI personnel working on that same FISA application displayed the be- uh, displayed at best a cavalier attitude towards accuracy and completeness, meaning there's a lot of made up bullshit. The FBI, quote, FBI personnel are uh, also reportedly disregarded important requirements when they continue to seek renewals of the FISA surveillance, uh, uh, FISA surveillance uh, while acknowledging both then and in hindsight that they did not genuinely believe. They did not genuinely believe there were probable cause. So the FBI itself did not believe there were probable cause. Now, we already all knew this. This is old news, but now it's just confirmed. Even CNN is out there shitting itself right now trying to figure out how to cover this. And CNN is... They're screwed on this topic. Because they pushed it the hardest. And now they're out there saying, yeah, nothing. Turns out, it was all bullshit. There wasn't any Russian collusion. Fuck. And CNN's audience is like, excuse me, what? But you said you said and now they're mad it's great i love it uh both then and in hindsight that they genuinely did not believe that there was probable cause to believe the target was knowingly engaged in clandestine intelligence activities on behalf of a foreign power or knowingly helping another person in such activities the report continued and a certain personnel disregarded significant exculpatory information exculpatory meaning proving innocence exculpatory information that should have prompted investigative restraint and re-examination. Durham's report does not recommend any wholesale charges in the gui- uh, in the guidelines and policies of the department and FBI. Now, and the FBI now have in place to uh, ensure proper conduct and accountability is now is how the counterintelligence activities are carried out. Sure. Breaking, and this is from Greg Price. According to the Durham report, uh, the plan by Hillary Clinton to create a false story linking Donald Trump to Russia was briefed in August of 2016 by CIA Director John Brennan the, uh, to President Obama, VP Biden, and AG Loretta Lynch, the FBI and FBI Director James Comey. The report revealed that in July of 2016, the U.S. intelligence agencies, quote, obtained insight into Russia intelligence analy- uh, analysis, alleging that U.S. presidential candidate Hillary Clinton had approved of a campaign plan to stir up a scandal against U.S. presidential candidate Donald Trump by trying, uh, by trying him, by tying him to Putin and the Russian hacking of the Democratic National Committee, CIA Director John Brennan then briefed then-President Barack Obama and other senior national security officials on the intelligence, including the, quote, alleged 
approval by Hillary Clinton on January 26, 2016. See, yeah, when I first started reading this, you were like, this is all, I, you guys said this in the last episode. This is the meat and potatoes. Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, Joe Biden, they all knew. They all fucking knew. If I can finally throw a clip in the beginning where uh, Obama tries to say Hillary is completely innocent. If I can find that clip, I'm going to throw it in, in, the, in the beginning. But they all knew from the very top to the very fucking bottom. Don't you love it? And they ran on it. And they looked people dead in the face and said, We're telling the truth. Trump's a Russian asset. Right. Uh, President Obama and senior national officials intelligence, including alleged approval by Hillary Clinton on January 26, 2016, of the proposal from one of her foreign policy advisors to vilify Donald Trump by stirring up scandal claiming interference by Russian security services. The report stated, citing handwritten notes by, from Brennan. Oh, it's quite credible. Trust me. Sources are I made that shit up. This meeting included Obama, then Vice President Biden, and two other senior administration officials, including but not limited to Attorney General, who participated remotely, and the FBI director. In response to the report, CNN's Jake Tapper said, quote, It is regardless devastating to the FBI and to a degree it does not and to a degree it does exonerate Donald Trump. Look at him cry, little baby bitch ass. Look at him go. Regardless, the report is now here. It has dropped and it might not have produced everything of what some Republicans vote for. It, it is regardless devastating to the FBI and to a degree it does exonerate Donald Trump. It fully exonerates Donald Trump. Wait for the rest of it to come out. Wait till people start reading into this. Wait till people go fully crack into it. A lot of people are just going off of like, well, yeah, no. I read the... People have only read like the first hundred pages. And they're and they're making whole assumptions off, off of it. This is a massive dump of documents. It's going to take time for people to come through it. And a lot of legal experts are going to have to do analysis on it. And when they do, we'll cover it. And I'm going to be doing my own looking into it. But again, it's a lot of reading. Now we're going to hop over here for a victory lap and let's face it it's a well-deserved one trump tears into treacherous tr- uh whoa, what is going on Ooh, okay that was weird anyway moving on trump tears into treacherous charade of russian collusion probe and calls for hillary james comey and the democrats to pay a heavy price for durham's report that sparked public anger at a level I have not seen. And here we go. Break their fucking toys. I swear to God, if Trump doesn't, if this isn't fuel under his feet, launch lawsuits, make this the talking point, make sure you run clips, make sure you use this to embarrass every politician that ran with those lies. Make sure you rub it in the face of every voter in this country, how many, how much of their tax dollars were squandered into this investigation. Make sure this, the mandate, cabal, the Afghanistan surrender, make sure none of this vanishes. Get in office and break these agencies. Shatter them. That's all a pipe dream until he does it. If he does it. I'm fully, I'm definitely a white pillar. 
I, I think now that Trump's been fucked with so much, if he gets in an office, there is at least a 65% chance he'll break their fucking toys. And even then, even if he doesn't, as angry and as fucking rageful as I'll be, I'll at least enjoy four more years of salt while this nation fucking collapses. You know what I mean? Because if uh, this treatment doesn't make someone get back in the office and just start destroying the intelligence agencies, then no one will ever have the guts to do it. But let's get into this article. Trump says Democrats need to be held accountable for their false claims. The FBI should never have opened the investigation into alleged Russian collusion. A new report finds one top Republican lashed out at award-winning journalist who scooped top gongs for their work on the collusion story. Article by James Franny, senior U.S. political reporter for Daily Mail. And this was published at... uh, It was published originally at May uh, May 15th, but it was just updated. And it is the 16th of May now. So let's go on. It also was updated recently, the 16th of May. Moving on. Donald Trump has lashed out at ex-FBI director James Comey after a new report concluded his probe in to alleged Russian uh, Russian collusion should never have been opened. The former president, who has long decried the investigation as a witch hunt, said in an interview with Fox News Digital that those officials should be held accountable. Quote, I, and much more importantly, the American public have been victims of the long-running and treacherous charade started by the Democrats, started by Comey, the 76-year-old real estate mogul said. Why was that? Why, why, why did the quote continue past? Okay, anyway, moving on. Uh, the public, quote, the public anger over this report is at a level I have not seen before. There must be a heavy price to pay for putting our country through this he added and I absolutely fucking agree Trump who is the runaway favorite for the Republican presidential nomination late later hit out at the FBI once more on his true social platform quote wow after extensive research special counsel John Durham concludes the FBI <sighs> the FBI should have launched she never have launched the Trump-Russia probe, Trump said. In other words, the American public was scammed. Just as it is being scammed right now by those who don't want to see greatness for America, he added. The report by special counsel John Durham released earlier on Monday found the Department of Justice and the FBI failed to uphold their mission to strict of strict fidelity to the law. It comes after after his years-long investigation into the origins of the FBI original investigation, known as Crossfire Hurricane. Investigators were looking into whether Trump, whether uh, whether the Trump campaign coordinated with Russia to influence the 2016 presidential election. Uh, Durham's tasks, according to the order by then Attorney General Barr was to look into the origins of Crossfire Hurricane, which was launched in Jan- in July 2016, as well as Special Counsel Robert Mueller's subsequent investigation initiated in May 2017. But the Special Counsel said the senior FBI personnel showed a serious lack 
of analytical rigor, aka dumbass, and a significant reliance on investigative leads provided or funded directly or indirectly by Trump's political opponents. In a statement, the FBI said the current leadership of the Bureau has implemented dozens of corrective actions. Bullshit. Audit that. I don't buy it. I've already went into it. It's in another episode. The one you've probably already watched. Had those reforms been in place in 2016, the missteps identified in the report could have been prevented. The FBI said in a statement, Bullshit. You hated Trump. You wanted him not to be in office. It would have happened anyway because if they want you, they'll fucking get you. Durham's investigations led to the indictment of Russian national and a prominent Washington lawyer for making false statements to the FBI. Both were acquitted. The Russian, Igor Donchenko, was accused of supplying information for a report that contained unverified, salacious information about Trump and Russia, known as the Steele Dossier. Compiled by former British intelligence agent Christopher Steele, the special agents transmitted a report on his four-year investigation costing over $6 million in taxpayer in taxpayer dollars, the Attorney General Merrick Garland said on Friday. The Attorney General then sent a copy uh, to the top members of Congress before making it public. Lindsey Graham, a Republican lawmaker from South Carolina, used the findings to lash out at U.S. media. Quote, The New York Times and Washington Post we're given a Pulitzer Prize for writing a bunch of politically motivated crap. Graham wrote on Twitter. How's that for a Lindsey Graham impression? When it comes to reporting on Donald Trump, the mainstream media is dead. He added. So is your credibility, Graham. Moving on. Apparently that deals with Kroger's. So let's see what the comments are saying down here. Any base comments or just people shitting? Let's find out. They're loading. First one here by Brad the Lib. Trump is... What the fuck? Where'd it go? Trump is the biggest loser in the country. He lost 2020 bigly, and you'll lose again, and you'll lose 2024 again. Cry harder, maggots. I think you're the one crying. Your entire world, your entire view of Trump was built upon a lie. And that lie just caved in. The entire floor of it fell out beneath you. And now you're rage posting, and I guarantee you're going to hop on Twitter and continue to rage post a bunch of people rage tweeting late into the night about this very topic. Twitter's full of very angry libs trying to justify and acting like this document doesn't contain damning evidence of FBI malfeasance when they've never even read a single word out of this fucking document. Any of these documents. So, uh, hey Brad, I think you're the one who needs to keep coping, bud. Because the right is celebrating, and they're going to keep celebrating. And as for 2024, perhaps we don't know yet. We'll see. And uh, Navajo8687 says, uh, Saint Fluff, you dolt. I think you mean shut the fuck up, you dolt. Something else will, uh, something else will come up you're no doubt guilty of. Hope it's driving you nuts just w- <laughs> Just what you do to us. Hope it drives you nuts. Just what you do to us. Uh, Brooklyn, uh, Brooklyn Kai says, "Thanks, Crankles Killery." <laughs> That's funny. Thanks, Crankles Killery. 
The country will forever be in your debt. Trump was so preoccupied with the Russian uh, pea shower story, he barely accomplished anything while in office. Uh, what he did was reversed by Biden. Eh, not exactly true, and even that's a weird thing to celebrate. Uh, no, he got a lot of the wall built, despite what people want to say about that. Uh, Abraham Records were major deals, and a lot of the Abraham Records, despite how much of it has been damaged, a lot of it's still going, uh, it got America to be, what, 94.9% net independent on itself, uh, made the economy the greatest it had been in American history. Uh, there's quite a few accomplishments of the Trump administration. Uh, you, too, can keep coping harder. Again, I'm all down for the arguments, but it's like, come on, buddy. But, uh, yeah, that's interesting, is it not? I have one more thing I want to show you guys before I wrap it up here after this video. I want to show you the timeline of it. It's quick. It's not a, a super in-depth breakdown, but I think it's important that we have a timeline from start to finish. Now that the Durham Probe's done, I can, I'll just upload a compilation of all my Durham Probe-related updated episodes. But let's watch this real quick. So we now know that this entire scandal is called Spygate the spying of a candidate for president. But it wasn't just the spying, because remember, the people behind this were trying to defeat him in the election for 2016. It was all about the 2016 election when it started. So when this thing kicked off, it wasn't enough for them to be able to just get the investigation going. No, no, no. They had to get it to the media. So in order to collect this information, there was a two-pronged approach. The campaign reached out to a law firm. The law firm was called Perkins Coit. They retained this firm. The lawyers at this firm, Mark Elias and Michael Sussman, heard those names a lot. Perkins Coy, in turn, goes and employs a group, an investigative group called Fusion GPS, run by the corrupt Glenn Simpson. Glenn Simpson turns around, right, you following still? It's a complete shell game. Glenn Simpson turns around and hires Orbis Investigations. Orbis is located in the UK, in London, and he brings on this guy named Christopher Steele. And Christopher Steele, in turn, turns around and goes to a bunch of people that he knows, he knows from his time at MI6. And those people included Igor Danchenko. Igor Danchenko, who was working for the Brookings Institute, the same Brookings Institute that had Fiona Hill, right? But we're not going to go down all the line on this. But Igor Danchenko becomes the source for this dossier. This thing is completely dirty. The sources were made up in many cases. There's Russian disinfo pouring throughout this entire thing. That dossier gets sent to two places. It first gets sent to the media. It then, at the same time, gets sent to the national security state in order to get this investigation going. Why? Because Clinton wanted this investigation out there, number one, but also wanted to get the fact that it was happening in the media and on the headlines. Remember, she's under investigation at this point for her email server and having classified information on there that she was then leaking all over the place from her personal house. She wanted an investigation on Trump and she wanted the headline out there. Yep. That sounds about right, actually. Now we're gonna hop over here real quick. So we're gonna end it here for now. And there's a major update on this. We will do a major update on this.
But this is the time we're going to run through it and then wrap up this episode. May 17th, then Deputy Attorney General Rob Rosenstein appoints Robert Mueller as special counsel, among other things. Mueller is directed to investigate any links and or coordinated coordination between Russia, uh, Russian government and individuals associated with the Trump presidential campaign. January 15th, 2019. First alluded, uh, Bill Barr first alluded to what would become the Durham, Pro- the Durham investigation in his Senate confirmation hearing. He promised then-Judiciary Chairman Lindsey Graham he would examine the FBI's counterintelligence investigation against Donald Trump. On March 22, 2019, Mueller closed his special investigation into Russian meddling in the 2016 election and submitted his final report to Barr. Attorney General Barr issued his summary statement, or summary report, March 25, 2019. Barr met with then-Connecticut Attorney General John Durham. Justice Department records show the two had 18 more meetings and three calls that year. April 10, 2019, Barr testified before a Senate appropriations panel where he announced a review on the genesis of the conduct of intelligence activities directed as the Trump campaign during uh, directed at the Trump campaign during 2016. April 12, 2019, a top Barr aide spoke with DOJ Inspector General Michael Hallowitz Howerwitz to explain what appeared to be the start of the Durham probe. May 13, 2019, it became public that Barr tapped Durham to probe issues related to the origin of the FBI Trump Russia investigation. May 23, 2019, Trump said Barr asked him to direct intelligence officials to uh, to co- uh, cooperate with the probe into surveillance during the 2016 election. Trump authorized Barr to declassify and downgrade information related to the probe. Uh, yeah, I, I remember those people were speculating that Trump wanted to make this a public investigation, uh, but I'm not sure that was speculation, if this is even the timeline I'm thinking of. July 25th, 2019, Trump held his infamous phone call with Ukraine's Vladimir Zelensky, revealing Trump may have referred to the Durham probe when he asked Kiev for help, and instead Zelensky spoke with Barr and Rudy Giuliani, and insisted Zelensky speak with Barr and Rudy Giuliani. October 19th, 2019, two articles came out indicating Durham's, uh, Durham interviewed two dozen FBI officials. October 24th, 2019, the New York Times broke the news that Durham's inquiry was now a criminal investigation. December 2019, Durham was revealed to be examining the role of, Oba- of the Obama-era CIA director John Brennan in how, uh, in how his intelligence community assessed Russia's 2016 election interference April 2020. Durham's probe proceeded despite the pandemic April 10th, 2020. Durham's primary focus is looking to bring to justice people who are engaged in abuse, uh, in abuses. If he can, uh, if he can show that they were criminally, that they were criminal violations. April 24th, 2020. Probe shifted to looking at leaks within the Trump administration that prompted chaos in his early years. Early years, like his whole fucking term. May 18th, 2020. 
Barr said uh, during a press conference that neither Obama nor Biden was the focus of Durham's criminal probe September 2021. I wonder why there's no day there. Durham issued a new set of subpoenas, including to the law firm with close ties to Hillary Clinton's 2016 campaign. September 17, 2021, cybersecurity lawyer Michael Sussman pleaded not guilty in federal court. He was indicted for lying to the uh, to the FBI in 2016 meeting in a meeting where he shared information related to ties between Trump's organization and Russia Alpha Bank. He said he wasn't working for a client, but uh, was in fact hired by Hillary Clinton's 2016 presidential campaign. November 2021, Durham charged Russian-born analyst Igor Donchenko with lying to the FBI, fabricating a source for the seals uh, for the Steele dossier. He pled not guilty to five counts of making false statements to a federal agent. February 11, 2021, Durham, uh, Durham filing reveals Clinton paid to have Trump Tower and the White House servers hacked to fabricate, fabricate ties between Russia and Trump. February 2022, Trump-era Director of National Intelligence John Ratcliffe reveals Durham thinks there is enough evidence to indict several more people. He also said Obama and Biden were briefed on the Clinton revelations in 2016. May 2020, jury finds Sussman not guilty of lying to the FBI about misrepresenting himself when he provided debunked claims of secret black ch- of a secret back channel between Trump and the Kremlin-linked Alpha Bank, October 2022, Donchenko is acquitted of four counts of lying to the FBI after he provided most of the research into into the discredited Steele dossier. May 2023, uh, John Durham concluded in his final report that the FBI did not have enough credible evidence to launch the full Trump-Russia probe. Yep. And that is the timeline. That's where we are now. That's where things sit. Let's look at the last little batch of cope down here before we end today's episode, shall we? Because there always seems to be a lot of cope down here. Uh, shaking my head says, and just who's going to reimburse the taxpayers for all this waste? No one! Absolutely fucking no one. Thank you for asking. I know you are. Clinton paid to have the servers on Trump Tower and the White House hacked. Why again is she not in jail? Favoritism and uh, deep state affiliations. She's got plot armor. Uh, Jen Love says, How is this not election tampering at very least? And uh, Promise Me That says, As we know, Durham was unable to deliver on the hype. Again, uh, that's easy to have that view, but we now have undeniable confirmation. And the best thing we can do as a group is read these 306 pages. Alright? That's the best we can do to figure out what's going on. And arm ourselves with the best information available. That being said, this has been Inside Four Walls. This is an absolute win. It is now done. The Russia hoax is dead. Everything me and a lot of people like you have been saying for years is now publicly confirmed. If anyone wants to come at you, you now have the weapons and facts at your means, and I mean weapons and the knowledge, at your disposal to win the day. That being said, I have been your host, James Madison, and I will keep you updated as this story unfolds, and I guarantee you that House representatives will get names and people will be held to some account, even if it's just low-level peons. 
don't count this out yet. And until next time, I'll catch you later. America's been drinking beer from a company that doesn't even know which restroom to use. That's why I created Conservative Dad's ultra-right, 100% woke-free beer. As conservatives, we're constantly getting hit in the face, left and right, by the woke mind virus. But the last place we want it is in our beer. If you know which bathroom to use, you know what beer you should be drinking. Stop giving money to woke corporations that hate our values. And to the rest of you woke corporations, stay the away from our kids. Buy yours online in 42 states at ultrarightbeer.com. Tastes like freedom.